Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. But God, in His grace, He showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free, too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you need to know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four elementary age kids. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and a blogger at comparedtowho.me. And you just may have seen my epic bake fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and tell a friend about it. Hey there, friend. Happy New Year. I am so glad you're listening today because we're going to talk about a huge topic. How can you make 2020 different without falling into the new year, new you pit? If you're ready to stop making resolutions that fail and really want to see positive changes in your life this new year, this episode is for you. Also, please listen to the very end because then I'm going to tell you about this very special 10-day coaching program that my friend Erin Carey, she's a certified integrated nutrition coach, she and I are offering this program starting January 6th. So I'll tell you all about it at the very end of today's episode. But it's the end of December, New Year's is right around the corner, and in some ways, New Year's always gives me just this little bit of angst. You see, I spent so many years setting resolutions and then failing, not meeting them, that I've kind of grown cynical. I'm jaded. I want to believe that resolutions don't work, so why set them? I mean, that's my new default setting. But then there's another reality at play, one that I'm just really starting to dig into this year for myself personally, and that is the reality that the new year is a really good time for me to stop and take stock of where I've been. What did last year look like? What did I do last year that I really wish I hadn't? What did I do last year that was positive? What changes can I make in my life that will lead me more towards outcomes that are good versus outcomes that may hurt me? So this morning, as I was trying to reconcile all of this in my head, I had a thought, and that's what's inspired this podcast. The thought is this, I don't need a new year, new you. I need a new year, renewed you. Let me say that again for you. You don't need a new year, new you. What you need is a new year renewed you. See, I hate the new year, new you mantra. I did a whole episode on this last January. You can listen to that if you're interested. But the bottom line is this. When you read or hear that new year, new you mantra, what it's really saying is one thing. It means changing your outside so that you are new. It means self-improvement. It means working hard so that you can look different. And the byproduct of looking different is having a new life. If you can just get the body, then the rest of your life will be wonderful. Get the body and you'll get a man. Or if you're married, get the body and your man will suddenly start acting like a guy from a Hallmark movie. Get the body and you'll get the job. You'll get the attention. You'll get the accolades get the body, and everything else in your life will fall in line. You'll experience peace, love, and joy. Oh, and once you get the body, 
you can rest. That's right, gut the body and then you can just chill. No more counting calories, macros, or steps. You will have arrived and you can finally just relax. But friends, New Year New You is selling a false kind of salvation. It's a message that tells us that changing the outside changes everything. Now, before I go on, let me acknowledge something. If your body gets healthier, other things in your life will probably change. You may have more energy for your marriage or for your children. You may do better in your job because you have better mental acuity or stamina. You may be in a better mood because you feel better. Depression may lift and you may feel joy like never before. Getting a healthier body does have some impact on the rest of your life. But often, if we're honest with ourselves, the impact we are looking for from changing our bodies is more than just that. Yes, we long to feel better, but we also have to fight hard not to believe the messages coming at us from everywhere that once we have a hotter body, the rest of life will go better. You may have heard me talk about this before, but it's worth repeating. New Year, New You sells us a, what I like to call, biggest loser definition of salvation. Now, you may remember the show Biggest Loser. It was on NBC for a long time. On that show, what we saw were people who were very overweight, who underwent a dramatic physical change under the direction of personal trainers. Now, let me tell you how this is a salvation story. You see, at the beginning of the show, the show is edited to show us the kind of hell that these people are in. They're severely overweight and it's sad they can't leave their homes, they can't play with their children. In a lot of cases, they can't even go to a job because they are immobile because of how much they weigh. It is their own personal hell. And so they get to the camp, the biggest loser camp, and they meet Bob or Jillian. There were two of the trainers that used to be there. There were others, but whomever the hot body of the season was, they would meet this trainer and the trainer offered them something they had never had before. The trainer offered them a way out of this hell they were living in because they were trapped in their body. And what the trainers did was the trainers worked them hard, ridiculously hard. They watched every morsel that they put into their mouth and they exercised all day long. And the trainers took them on a journey of personal transformation. And then at the end of the show, what we saw were these people were able to wear cute clothes and run marathons because they were so transformed. And that is the American dream for some people, unfortunately. But what we saw overall was we saw them go from a hell to meeting a savior, the trainer who transformed them who then took them to a sort of heaven, right? A place where they could do things that they could never do before, where they experienced freedom and a joy that they had never experienced before. But don't miss the salvation story that's in shows like The Biggest Loser and other makeover shows. You see, the personal trainer is offering these contestants not just transformation, but salvation, right? Going from hell to heaven in this sort of way is a salvation story. And if you like makeover stories as much as I do, like we all like to watch them because they fill us with hope. We watch them and we think if they can change, well then surely I can change, right? There's hope for me. But friends, this isn't where real salvation comes from. And more than that, most of these contestants actually gain the weight back because once they're disconnected from their savior, from the trainer who transformed them, It's really hard to stay on track. They tried to fix the problem physically without fixing their heart. 
They thought that real transformation happened on the outside first, but that's never true. Real transformation always happens on the inside first. There's another part of this new year, new you lie that always gets me, and that's the promise of rest. You see, friends, this is one that I fall for. I believe if I can just get this done, then I can rest. I don't know about you, but I crave rest. I long for it. I want it so badly. It seems like if I could just get my body to a certain point, then that rest would come. Then there'd be one less thing on my list of things to worry about. But truth is, as we've already mentioned in regards to the Biggest Loser contestants, if you want to lose weight or shape up your body, that's not a one and done kind of scenario. You have to keep up the diet or the exercise program, at least at some level, in order to maintain your results. There will never be a day when you can say, okay, I'm a size 8 now, I'm going to sit on the couch for the rest of the year. It just doesn't work that way. So if you have health goals this year, let's say you really do want to or even need to drop a few pounds or more, or you want to get into better shape so that you can do what it is you need to do each day, what should you do? What can you do? Is all hope lost? Well, I hope not. And please don't hear what I've said as any kind of discouragement. Your health goals are very possible to achieve. My point today is only this. You don't need a new you. You need a renewed you. A renewed you is really the only kind of new you that's biblical. See, the Bible tells us that we all have a problem. It's a problem with sin. God loves us, values us, he sees us, and he knows us. But we have an issue that keeps us separated from him. It's a sin issue. And even after we become Christians, after we've told Jesus we want him as our Savior, after we accept his free gift of salvation, and then tell him that we want him as our Lord, where we want him to be in charge of our lives instead of just trying to do things our own way, even after we've made this commitment to follow Christ, sin can still creep in. That's why the life of a believer is the life of confession and repentance. My own story is that I had a big sin issue I didn't even recognize for decades. You see, I became a Christian as a little girl and grew up in church and Christian schools and Christian college and even Christian graduate school. But I had made my body image my idol. I believed, like we talked about before, that changing my body is what would really make my life better. I thought that changing my body is what would give me all that I longed for. I thought that a smaller size and a smaller number on the scale would give me satisfaction that really only ever comes from Jesus. So I had to repent. I had to confess and acknowledge that this is sin. I had to say, Jesus, please forgive me. And I can't emphasize enough what an important part of my freedom journey this was. Maybe this is where you need to start your new year too. Maybe you've believed the same lies. Perhaps if you're honest with yourself, you've also been tempted to believe that if you could just change your body, everything would change. Friend, if this is you, can I ask you to just push pause right here, right now, and just say that prayer? Just confess it right now and ask Jesus to forgive you for it. He promises he will. Stop carrying the burden of this body image idol around with you. Breaking free begins with repentance. Hey there, how much is freedom worth to you? That's kind of an odd question, right? When I was in the midst of my struggle with disordered eating and body image, I would have paid anything I had to be free. Truth is, I spent a lot of my budget on things I thought could help me be free, like new diets, exercise gizmos, clothing, but none of those things really helped. I'm so grateful that God showed me the way out. And now I'm passionate about helping others find their way out too. I want them to know that Jesus already paid it all. They don't have to spend another cent to find the freedom they really desire. 
But truth is, it does cost me something to get this message out compared to who can't spread the message of Jesus's offer of freedom without the help of women like you. Would you consider making a contribution? Check out Compared to Who's Patreon page at patreon.com slash compared to who. Then prayerfully consider giving $1 or $5 a month, whatever you can to help. Any amount you'd be willing to donate would be a huge blessing and will go directly towards covering the operating expenses of this ministry. Thank you for being a part of seeing other women set free from the chains of body image and comparison. May God bless your generosity. And after we've taken care of our sin problem, then we're really ready to do the next step. And that is we're ready to renew our minds. You see, what's really awesome is the Bible tells us exactly how to transform. God knows us. He knows that we all long for makeovers. But the kind of makeover that we really need and really what our heart craves is a makeover that comes from the renewing of our minds. Let's look at what God says about this in the Bible. Romans 12, 2, and it reads like this. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This, my friend, is your perfect New Year's verse. If you've got a list of what you want to accomplish this year, start with this verse. Make it your mantra. Write it on your mirror. Put it on index cards around your house. Memorize it so it's written on your heart. In fact, let me read it again since most of you probably aren't looking at it, just listening to it. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I love how perfect this verse is for this time of year. This week, you will see offers from everywhere about how you can lose weight and get in shape. And friend, it's the exact same every single year, isn't it? I've fallen for it. I started the new diet on January 1st. I bought the exercise gizmos, like literally all of them. I've downloaded the food plans. I bought all the books with all the recipes so I could eat completely differently and change my body to become a skinny hottie so the rest of my life would be perfect. Yep, I've done it. And you know what would happen? Every single year, I would fail. Sometimes I'd make a little progress. I'd feel better for a few weeks because I wasn't eating processed sugary foods. But every year I'd be staring at the Valentine's Day candy and thinking, I'll get back on track later. But later never came. The problem was I tried to do it the world's way. I conformed to the pattern of this world. And the pattern of this world, friends, is insanity. It's absolutely crazy. If you can just take a giant step back and watch everyone over the next few weeks, you'll see. You'll see it on Facebook or with your friends. Everyone goes from feasting through the holidays to a new diet this week. And then, just wait, count how many of those friends are still on track six weeks from now. Let's be honest, there won't be very many of them. And I'm not trying to be mean or cynical. Instead, I'm just hoping to get you to see the truth. Doing things the same way as we always do them and expecting to get different results is crazy. But there's always a but. But God doesn't say, don't transform. Instead, he tells us exactly how to transform. He tells us to transform by the renewing of our minds. So what does it mean to renew our minds? I think the best place to start with that is to examine the definition of renew. Now, there's several of them, but the one that I think fits best here is this, to give fresh life 
or strength to. I don't know about you, but I need strength if I'm going to change anything about the way I eat or the way I go about my day. If I'm going to change any habits at all, I'm going to need strength. I'm going to need fresh life. So why should we renew our minds? Well, that's in the verse two. We need to renew our minds so we can test or discern the will of God. Now, isn't that kind of crazy or amazing or a little bit of both, right? Like how awesome would it be to go through your day thinking, you know what? I know what God's will is right now. God wants me to do this or God wants me to do that. Having a renewed mind allows us to think more like he does. Now, of course, I'm not saying that you're going to have the same mind that God does. That's not possible. But what God does say is that we can figure out what it is he wants when we renew our minds. Now, without a renewed mind, our definitions of everything are totally out of whack. Without a renewed mind, we see perfection as a size two with perfect skin and good hair. Without a renewed mind, we can't see our lives, our purpose, or our world the way God sees it. Without a renewed mind, we chase idols like a perfect body. When God says, uh, hey, I don't define perfect the same way Vogue does. I look at the heart. But hey, Whose definition are you going to use? The problem with our minds, friends, is not just that they don't define things the way God does, but that they are fallen. We are bent towards our flesh. It's so easy to fall into the trap of thinking about things in the same way that the world does, because that's our human nature. In contrast to this is the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering, the whole list. I don't know about you, friend, but these are not instinctive to me. It takes conscious effort through the renewal of my mind to walk in the Spirit. So every day we have a job to do. We have to choose to walk in the spirit. Yes, we have to put on the whole armor of God so we can fight against the schemes of the devil and fight his lies. But we also have to choose to renew our minds so we can walk in the spirit and not walk in the flesh. And sometimes, friends, you may have to make that choice several times for the day. I mean, I know that the flesh can just come in and take over quickly. Like I'll find myself snapping at my kids or not acting in a loving way towards my husband or not being patient with someone I'm on the phone with. And I act in the flesh. But after I do that, I have to stop and I have to make a choice. I can either continue to walk in the flesh for the rest of the day and maybe beyond, or I can stop right then, repent, confess, and turn back to walking in the spirit. So what does this have to do with meeting your physical health goals? Where this is where it gets really good. You see, to better understand these verses, we have to go back and we have to look at what Paul, the author of Romans, is saying right before this verse. What does he say right before Romans 12.2 in Romans 12.1? And there we find out that Paul is actually talking about the context of this verse is really about our bodies. Yes, that's right. Paul is actually telling us how to change our bodies. And the secret has nothing to do with joining Weight Watchers, again, or hiring a personal trainer. The secret is right there in the Bible. We must renew our minds. Now, let me read for you both of these verses in context from a different translation. It goes like this. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers... 
and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Friends, I could go on about this for days, right? How often do we use our definitions of what is good, our definition of what is acceptable, our definition of what is perfect, like we already talked about, instead of using God's definition, right? We have to be connected to our personal trainer, (laughs) just like those Biggest Loser contestants. We have to be connected to our Savior, in order to renew our minds and to define things the way he does and to discern his will for our life every day, every minute of every day. Friend, if you long for transformation, if you long for 2020 to be different, let me tell you something right now. God knows that. He knows the transformation you crave. He understands the temptation to be conformed to this world and to see things the way the world sees them. And what's so cool is God gives us a solution. Like, what a good God, right? He doesn't leave us in our predicament. He says, I made you, and I know how to solve this. You have to renew your mind. This is the transformation that will change everything. Friends, this is totally my story. I have freedom from body image bondage that kept me trapped for decades. Honestly, I used to doubt that it was even possible to not obsess over my weight or appearance. I believed, falsely, that I had to change my body in order to get free. But what I really had to change had nothing to do with my body. I had to transform my mind. has been bogging you down for too long, it's time to get free. My friend, go to comparejahoo.me, take your free body image awareness quiz. You will learn amazing things. You'll get your results right away. And I think you'll have fun too, because I mean, who doesn't love to take quizzes? Go to comparejahoo.me. There's lots of great resources on that site, articles about body image and comparison and how you can find freedom through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Check it out today. Right after this episode, of course. If this sounds appealing to you, then let me encourage you, friend. It is possible. So, like I mentioned at the start of this episode, my friend Erin Carey and I are going to run this 10-day coaching community. And if you're looking for help in renewing your mind at the start of this year, this community might be just what you need. So Erin is a certified integrative nutrition coach. She was a contributor to Compared to Who for many years, and she's personally battled her body image, depression, and other mental health issues. But Erin has experienced an amazing transformation in all of these areas through combining the truth about our bodies our food, our genetic composition, and truth from scripture. Erin has personally helped me find the supplements I needed to have more energy and feel better more consistently. So Erin and I are calling our coaching community Refocus 2020 because, as this year implies, 2020 is a call to see clearly, right? And so Erin and I want to help you. We're like your optometrist for the new year. We want to help you see your health, your body, your life, your purpose more holistically, Therefore, we believe more clearly. You see, friend, you are more than just a body. 
So if you want to change, just trying to change your body, it's not going to work long term. You have to change from the inside out. So in this community, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get daily instruction from both Aaron and myself. We'll be talking about all kinds of different things. I'll be talking about the spiritual aspects of getting healthy. And Aaron's going to be sharing insights on nutrition and other holistic health strategies. We're running the community on Facebook, and we'll do one live Q&A session to field your questions as we go. We'll also be interacting with you on Facebook, so if you have questions, you can put them up there and we'll give you our best answers. For signing up, you get a freebie from Erin with some recipes and a freebie from me, which is the Mountaintop Experience Personal Body Image Retreat. And then we're going to be doing some great giveaways all through the 10 days just to help you stay engaged and stay on track. The program is super cheap, friends. Like, we should totally be charging more, but we wanted to make it accessible to everyone who wants to do it. So it's only 20 bucks, $20, $2 a day, less than a cup of coffee. And if you decide to continue in nutrition training with Erin or in body image training with me after the 10-day course is over, we'll deduct that $20 from what we charge for our individual trainings. So if you've ever considered coaching, you really have nothing to lose by trying this. You can sign up on Facebook, and I'll put that link in the show notes, or you can just drop me an email at heather at compared to who.me. This coaching community starts on January 6th, so if you're listening to this episode later than that, I am so sorry you missed it, but make sure you're following me on Facebook and subscribe to my blog, because we might just do it again this year, maybe even twice. So connect with me there so you can get notifications for when we do it again. Well, before we close this episode, let me pray for you in this new year. Dear Heavenly Father, please help my friend to be truly transformed in 2020. Please help us all to surrender our physical goals as we transform our minds to get healthy in the ways that please you. Help us to shut out the lies coming from everywhere that tell us that a new year, new you is what we need. And help us to instead spend more time reading and studying your word, talking to you, and in community with other believers so that we can truly have a transformed perspective on our lives. Help us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all for today's episode. We're starting a brand new series soon called Real Women, Real Hope, where I'll be interviewing a bunch of different women from all over the country to talk about their individual struggles with body image and comparison and how they found new hope. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I'll catch you there. Bye-bye. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast 
which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.